When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back. It's Wednesday, and we got some more TGIF for you. Of course, we're spilling the tea and breaking down the biggest headlines in the news and all over social media. So sit back, relax, get you something to drink, and join us for this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? Hey, Claudia. You know what? I'm really excited about this five-day-a-week thing. I am. I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) That means he's single. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, number time. Everybody that's happy. Number we, got, time. We, got, we got time. Please welcome Funky Donnie. What's up, Kim? What's going on, everybody? Happy, I was about to say happy Friday, because by the time we do a second show, it's <laughs> Friday. That's muscle memory. Right. Happy Wednesday, that's everybody. Right. Y'all looking nice. Are these new clothes? These part of the new the new budget? Well, you know, we ain't. Well, hold on, we we ain't get the new budget check yet. We ain't got it yet. We because what, what we what we got? We're one in the hole, right? I yeah. hope not. Yeah, we one in the hole like we work at McDonald's. So the new budget check will come next right. week. This right. yeah, we. So okay. no, <laughs> but y'all know I've been rich. So this just for my old budget. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, when you gonna get that tooth fixed? Because I got mine fixed today. <laughs> well, mine only broke yesterday, bitch. Now, come on now. Uh, well, rich people so, usually make, make it happen right away. What's well, the listen, I already got Dr. Heavenly on the line, and she mm-hmm. only worked part-time because she rich, too. And she said when she gets to the office, she's going to look at her appointment book and let me know when to fly up there and get it done. Well, if y'all soulmates go on my story, I did call up Funky Dineva, the side two challenge. And it's not just for me and Funky Dineva. I also called up Miss Anita Baker, but I didn't tag her because I was mad. I was scared she's going to read me. <laughs> but soulmates, if you are missing your missing side two, we hope that we motivate you to be your better self. Unlock your better mouth. Yes. Side two fix. Al, you don't get any missing teeth, do you? Uh-uh. <laughs> I got all my teeth. Well, they're new. <laughs> Uh, no, these are the same team. You know, I just have veneers put on them. Someone sent me an email if I want to go to Columbia and get some free veneers. I'm like, I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. I can't do it outside the country. No. Mm-hmm. Everybody dying, baby. The, the one girl, y'all saw one girl when it got the, the meningitis in her ass getting the BBL. We got, we'll probably cover that story later on this week since we got so many days. Now, the girl went over to stay, stay in Mexico. They must have did her surgery on the damn flow. Because I don't know how the hell you get up with many. <laughs> I don't know how you got non-gynecocal meningitis or whatever. But we'll talk about that later on this week, soulmates. Brandy Lamb in the chat says, not the side two challenge. Yes, soulmates, we're not the only ones. We are opening up to you because we know we are. We we like-minded. Right, what y'all sipping on? Anybody drinking tonight? Um, I'm unlocking my tipsy self tonight. So I'm drinking... A little vodka with a little bit of roses, lime juice in it. Okay, Al. For me. I'm not drinking. I don't feel good. I feel like I'm getting a cold or something, and I have to get on a plane again tomorrow. I'm going to New York, doing Breakfast Club Friday, and then BET Awards this weekend. So I'm going to see y'all. Uh, Al, I'll, I'll be there. Y'all. I'll be there. I'm covering the BET Awards for Fox Soul for TGIF. So, Claudia, please stop for me when you see me. Soulmates, once again, they're going on another <laughs> damn trip. And don't left me behind. Oh, right. what, did, what did he say in the text? He was like, he has no interest. Didn't he say he had no what? interest? He he's texted us and the, said he has no interest. He's like a recluse. Like he likes to, he don't want to leave Miami. He don't like to leave his bed. Never mind, leave Miami. Like it's a bed or a boat and that's it. He right. don't want to like travel like that. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to go to Miami and take our group shots for our new pictures. How All about right. that? There you go. All right. Let's get into these hot topics. Soulmates, we love hearing your input on our topic. So we created a special segment called Not Me Girl. <laughs> now, during this segment, we're going to discuss. Uh, a to- Can we do that again so I get the bumper? We I want all my graphics. Y'all got them ready. There we go. 
Not me, girl. You know, just for future reference production, we need to add. We we can't add the voice of the original person saying it because it's not copyrighted. But we need to add me saying, "Not me, girl." There we go. We can absolutely do that. Now, during this segment, we're going to discuss a topic, and we'd like for y'all to let us know if you're in support or what does Funky normally say? Not me, girl. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Megan Good has been giving That's My Man and I'm a Stick Beside Him lately. Now, the actress arrived at the courthouse hand-in-hand hand with her new boo, Jonathan Majors, to support him as he faces assault and harassment charges for a case involving an ex-girlfriend. Fellas, and soulmates in the chat. Are y'all in support of this relationship or do you think it's a PR stunt? Uh, let's, we got, we got some comments in the chat. We'll get to those in a second. Chat. What do y'all think? Oh, Tamara Robinson said, not me, girl. A lot of price says cute. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Tasia B. Harrison. Not me, girl. Okay. Okay. And while you gather some comments, Claudia, I'm going to go ahead and say, not me, girl. Let me tell you something. She already just walked out of one failed relationship just to walk into a failed career relationship. You know what I'm saying? I just, I would have to love him from afar and behind closed doors because you already got your own little stink that you're trying to shake off yourself with your divorce from Devon Franklin. And then now you getting with this man. Mm-mm, not me, girl. Everybody in the chat is <laughs> like, it's like unanimous. Like, is there anyone that's okay? Al, what you say? You in support? Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with not me, girl, too. And you know, this is this is when this is an example when celebrities like they be playing with us and think we can't see through this. First of all, we've never seen Jonathan Majors with a black woman, have we? And no. now that he's in trouble in Hollywood, he goes and gets a famous, you know, very likable black woman. I'm just not falling for it. It gives me arranged, it gives me stage, and it gives me PR-ish. I'm going to vote not me, girl, either. I think it's fantastic for Jonathan Majors. It's a hell yeah, girl, for him. <laughs> and for her, it should be not me, girl. But I like Megan Good, so I'm going to stick beside her. I'm going to say she must be, he must be blessed and highly favored. I'm just going to go. No, the check. You think he's paying her though? Not so the I agency. Hope so. I hope the agency, the 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 movie studio, uh, somebody paying because she ain't really. Well, she is on Harlem. She doing the lead. Yang 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 around Harlem. <laughs> she's been around for decades though. Yeah, she's been around, but I mean, is she really making residuals off of the little girl at the ice cream truck on Friday? <laughs> Funky. If we can sit here and say that we're rich, then Megan Good's rich too. Don't do Megan. Don't uh -huh. do Megan. If you're on boats, Megan can be on boats. Well, she, well, she, she was on Cousin Skeeter. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. That was 30 no. years ago. <laughs> no, don't do that, her. That movie with Tyrese, the Bonnie and Clyde remake with Tyrese, that was 17 years ago. Um, you East know what? She, she was the first lady at that ease by you. That was 27 years ago. Um, and then she, you know what? She probably got a lot of cash because she was the first lady at the church and they was responsible for the final ties and offering. So <laughs> they probably skimmed some off the top. Not me, girl. No, but, Megan. We do, but we do love Megan now. We're not saying that we don't like Megan now. Let's be very clear. We really do like and support Megan. And I will say this, if it's real and if it's authentic, then he he cannot drop her after he gets out of this little little bind that he's in. He's got to be with her for a little while for me to fully believe in this relationship. I yes, exactly. Like don't don't use her and get clean right. and then move on. And and I need him to stop looking so confused. Why does he always look like that? Why is he always like? <laughs> why does he always look like that? What is the look? Mm. Look, look at the look. Okay, not me, girl. Okay, that was fun. <laughs> Speaking of stunts, a 27-year-old man has been arrested after throwing a phone at a singer, uh, B.B. Rexa, during her performance on stage. Video footage shows the phone striking Rexa in her, near her eye, which left her with a black eye as a result. Now, the culprit, Nicholas Malvagna, allegedly said, I was trying to see if I could hit her with the phone at the end of the show because I thought it'd be funny. Do you think performances are becoming very unsafe for artists? 
Al, what do you think about this? Like oh, absolutely. There is a serious problem with live music um, uh, audiences, as well as not just for the artists, but look, for the attendees. Look, in, in here we covered how many deaths from um, bad security, bad venues, staffing. Um, I, I was just very shocked that she fell to the ground. They saw this happen, and security was nowhere to be found. I, I was very, very shocked about this. Can you imagine if this was a glass bottle? how how harmful it could have been to her. I didn't like this at all. There's gonna to have to be some changes by these venues for sure. Look at that is a real injury there. She has a, like, looks like she was like in a boxing match. Mm -hmm. Q, what do you think about this? You know, we've seen this before. We've seen them throw that soda can at Azalea Banks. Her ass deserved it. We mm -hmm. saw, who was it? A male artist that walked off the stage. I can't remember, don't quote me. It might've been, he was uh, taking Kanye's place. What was his name? It was it uh, was it Lil Wayne? It was, no, it was a skinny guy. A skinny, skinny guy. Oh, um, uh, he's like the Who writer. was it? Either way, while you think about it, it was him. It was a lot of people. When you go to um several concerts with artists like Beyonce, they won't even sell certain things at the concession because they can be thrown. We, the fans, are about to mess it up for live music, and I think we're probably going to move towards a space where they drop a small mesh lining in front of the artist to protect them from projectile. Um, yeah, you I, said that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You said that before. And I, I think said it was Kid Cudi, Claudia. Kid it was Kid Cudi. Um, I agree with that. Uh, honestly, if you think about it with how crazy the world is right now, yeah. And you're in a crowd, they can be throwing pens, razor blades, screwdrivers, yeah. any a cell phone. And you are definitely at risk with the think about a crowd of 20,000 people. There's a percent, even if 1% of the people in that audience are crazy or a half a percent, that's still a lot of people that could hurt you. Mm. And, and look what's about to happen. Now that we've got a precedent for a cell phone, imagine if they start saying you can't no bring a cell phone at all. Mm -hmm. And then tether that with then you need to call an Uber when you leave the concert. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, y'all. One bad apple is about to spoil it for the bunch. That's right. Oh, we are getting checked in the comments. Well, Funky, they're saying Megan Good is a superhero in the DZ Shazam franchise. Megan Good is a superhero. So they're saying she got some. some she got some karma checks. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> it ain't five day a week money, but you know, something like gang gang. You know what? Megan Good, I, Megan Good, I'd like to invite you on the show one day and you can guest host with us and we will put a Fox Soul check with the rest of your DC money. We go, well, I'm gonna invite you to the show. How about that? I would love for her to come. Y'all can talk. All right, so Mariah Mills is a, an ex-porn star is threatening to leak an alleged sex tape of her and Pelicans player Zion Williamson following the news that Williamson is expecting a baby girl with his girlfriend. Now, Mariah took the social media and uh, to claim that she felt betrayed by him and had been having sexual relationships with him. She wrote, trade this man, enough is enough. I'm gonna post everything. This is the last time you betray me, Z. Has anyone ever tried to get back at y'all for like with revenge porn? Has that happened to either one of you, Q? No, but I have had an incident before where someone was at my house and like we were like in, in the middle of rounds and they were on their phone, like texting, but I noticed that the camera was pointed towards me. And I was like, are you taking pictures of me? And they were like, no. And I was like, give me your phone. And then it was like a seven second delay before they would actually hand me the phone because they needed to delete the pictures that they took. And so from that experience moving forward, I have a catch all table at the front of my house. And when I do bring non-regular gentlemen callers over, <laughs> that they have to leave their cell phone in my key basket <laughs> at the front of the door. And I also make sure that it's power off so that record me in here hollering like a hyena when we doing what it is we need to be doing in the name of nature and natural instinct. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And no tops hollered like that. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. Everybody holler. Everybody holler. Because I'm a power bottom and I holler sometimes. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what. I I don't think what is she I, I really think she's she's delusional or something because do sex tape her careers now? I don't think sex tapes 
her career's like that anymore. But I will tell you this. I want to see theirs for sure because it looked like it's going to be good. And I would love to see their sex tape. So go ahead and leak it, whatever your name is, porn star lady. And be clear, he's not being traded because of that. He's being traded because he's injury prone and he hasn't lived up to the expectations. So don't think your sex tapes is going to ruin his career or anything or get him traded because it's not. But it could add some good pub for you and him. So go ahead and leak it. I want to see it. I think it's sad to watch this woman unravel. Like we can make fun of her, but if you have with someone and you think that's your person and they are telling you, like, we don't know what he's promises. He's probably. No, no, no. Yes, yes, <laughs> no. yes, yes. She knew her place. Listen, no, we're not going to do this. We're going we gonna to spend 30 I would love to make my points. I would oh, love to ahead. make my, I would love, thank you very much. As the only heterosexual on this panel, and you always say we can't speak on y'all's uh, relationships. I can speak. I'm speaking for the heteros out here and the okay. women, okay? So y'all be wild and free in the gay world and screwing everybody and leaving phones and catch-alls, all that kind of stuff. I guarantee you this man was not telling her that. Like, I've been with men like this before, and they they absolutely make you feel like it's, like, no, it's different with y'all. I'm telling y'all. I mean, that's called, Claudia, excuse me, that's called game. That's called a wealthy young black man. He's 21 and he's screwing a porn star. He went to Duke University. He's tired of those little white girls that be rolling around his bed. He got him a big, voluptuous, beautiful porn star. He's going to tell her whatever he needs to make sure she takes care of what his needs are. Like, come on, I just can't, I, I, I refuse to believe that you women in this century believe what's coming out of rich young men's mouth who get women every minute on the minute DMs full that you actually believe that they're what they're saying to you is the gospel. Young self-esteem can't be that low. It's not about self-esteem. And I'm speaking to you as a woman that opens up her body to a and man. her legs. In my legs. Yes, I have, because I have a vagina. So, anyways, let me speak on that. I'm just saying it's not always so sinister, like you know where you at, and it's an arrangement. Sometimes people get this, and she's obviously. Am I saying she's smart? No. Am I saying she's gullible? Am I saying she's not gullible? She's absolutely gullible. But I'm saying we can't fault her for having feelings. Have y'all ever been heartbroken before? All right. You made your point, girl. We got to go to the commercial. <laughs> See how they get. Porn stars have feelings. all day long and wipe them up. I'm just saying. All right, y'all. Coming up next, a Hollywood couple is heading to Splitsville and later a woman has found love through an AI website. <laughs> I don't like this. Stay tuned. Oh, God. Welcome back to TGIF. Okay, the chat is still going strong. We had over 5,000 last night. We had 4,800 tonight. Uh, let me see if them likes. 1.2. Okay, that's cute, I guess. All right, y'all. Uh, attention, attention. Get ready for this Hollywood breakup alert. Okay. Former Real Housewives of Potomac star Monique Samuels has filed for divorce from Chris Samuels after 10 years of marriage. Does this shock y'all? Or did y'all see it coming? Q, I know you watch all the reality shows. Do you watch this, her show? It did. It shocked me, yes and no, y'all. And I'm not going to lie to you. I started to actually call Monique tonight and um, just get a, get something be like, you know, girl, you know, we covering this story tonight. You know, is this something that you want to say? But I haven't talked to her in a while, so I didn't feel it was appropriate to just call somebody out the blue about mess. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's just not a friendly thing to do. But here's the thing, right? There, there had already been drops of this information. Uh, it was alleged that she had told Ashley Darby at BravoCon a few years ago that she was separated, getting a divorce. Ashley got on stage and told everyone, I don't think Monique was ready for that to happen. So her and Chris did a video saying, we're just fine. We're just fine. We're just fine. And then when you watch season one of her new show, Love and Marriage DC, you could tell that Monique and Chris were very separated and just, just the very sight and sound of Chris annoyed the hell out of Monique. Monique did not return to season two of Love and Marriage DC and the fan scatter, but was she didn't return because she didn't want people to see her going through a divorce. And then bam, we get hit with this. Um, experience has taught me guys to stop being sad necessarily when people get divorces, because sometimes a divorce 
is for the best. Children deserve to see parents happy and healthy. And just as long as this is a happy and healthy divorce that is gonna make both of them whole individuals in an effort to raise the most complete and well-rounded children that they can possibly raise, then I am in favor of them finding their happy and getting back to their happy places. All right. All right. Al, what do you think about the story? Divorce divorce will always be sad for me, especially when kids are involved. But I'm going to tell you, both Monique and Chris are looking good. Chris has gone on this weight loss. He's looking really attractive and handsome. And she has just stepped it up with her look and her style. So hopefully the two of them will find love and happiness with two different people. And, you know, this will be a happy ever after story in the end. To me, divorce is, is, is the norm now. I mean, we're over six, what, 60%? That's the statistic nowadays. Like, when people be looking down the nose that others, like, oh, where's your husband? Or you ain't got a husband. Well, most people, if you wait long enough, they, they, they won't have one either. It breaks up. I, I think it's a good thing if you were unhappy, and I'm happy for her if this is what she wanted, because there's nothing worse than staying in a relationship with someone that you are not happy with. Uh, coming home to someone and the, 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 the light is on the bedroom. You got to circle the block. So you wait for them to go to sleep. You don't want to go in your house. Like it's uncomfortable being home. I can't imagine. And then imagine having the, uh, the eyeballs and the attention of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people criticize. You got to deal with that. So if they, if they, if they like it, I love it. All right. John Morant and his camp reportedly believe that the NBA is out to get him after Morant was suspended for 25 games. Now, his suspension came after Morant flashed a gun on his Instagram live for the second time last month. Do you think the NBA is overreacting or does John Morant need to take some accountability Al? Let's go to you first. Oh, absolutely. He needs to take accountability. And the NBA is not out to get you. You're just not bright, son. You're just simply not bright. You are a repeat offender, number one. The thing that upsets me the most about this is he's going to be out of 25 games next year, which is $7 million of his $35 million contract. Young man, only 1.2% of athletes make it to the NBA, and you're going to blow it down make any sense and i'm gonna tell you what really pisses me off where is his tribe where are his friends where are his parents where are his grandparents where is his agent where are his teammates that really care about him to go over to his house lock him down beat him up and tell him dude straighten yourself out this doesn't make any sense you're really not being smart and you're really jeopardizing this opportunity that very few talented young black men get i just don't like this and hopefully he'll learn his lesson and straighten this out and straighten it out soon. All right, Funky, what do you think? Accountability is the black man's kryptonite. Mm. All right. Uh, straight but heterosexual black men have the hardest time in 2023 with accountability. And let me tell you something. Today, modern day professional sports is slavery reincarnated. All right. They're giving y'all crumbs at the bottom while the white masters sit at the top and make millions upon billions on y'all back. So to sit here and say, when you are nothing more than cattle to them, that the NBA is out to get you? No, sir. The NBA is actually mad with you because the more you sit out, the less money they're able to make off your back. So sorry, sir. They're not out to get you. You just need to take accountability for your BS. And this whole thing with the fake gun and the toy gun and you light the thing with a gun that's a lighter, you know what? It, it it's it's y'all are overcorrecting because it right. reads so obvious that no one is believing it. How about you take accountability, stop trying to be hood and street, even though I've now realized that psychologically being street and hood has become a new way of life that is aspirational to some of our young folks. And that's something we could take a deep dive on later during these five days a week and fall in line, young man, fall the in line. Not again. Can you hear me? Can we can hear you. All right. You. Uh, okay, but I'm frozen, but you can yeah, hear me. Yeah, we are. So coming up next, a woman found love through an artificial intelligence website. And later on in the show, find out why a former morgue got caught stealing. Stay tuned. All right. 
right, welcome back to TGIF. Are you one of those people who doesn't see color? Do you pride yourself on not feeding into stereotypes? Well, we're going to put that to a test in a new segment called Guess What Race? All right, soulmates, we need you to throw your guesses into the chat after we read each headline. All right, here we go. AI may be able to do a lot of things, but who knew it could introduce you to the love of your life? Earlier this year, a mother of two married a male chatbot that she created on an online AI companion site. The woman said he was the perfect mate because he didn't come with any baggage. Can you guess what race? Al, let's go to you first. <laughs> um, I'm going to say non-black. <laughs> yeah, pick gotta one be, now. Gotta be, gotta be. Because look, she's also saying that she is pregnant by this A-bot. A, I mean, AI bot. Chat Can you, bot. we need to be more specific. Um, okay. What, uh, I'm going to say she's either white. White. Okay. All right. Q. Why do I got a feeling that moving forward during this segment, all of the crazy ones going to be white. Um, for the sake of being different, I am going to say, She is white presenting from the Latin community. The, preg the pregnant thing. Sorry, stereotype. We're going to reveal a lot of stereotypes. I'm going with Latino. Uh, Lapcat20 said Korean. Um, <laughs> almost everyone in the chat is saying white, 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 Asian, white, white from Florida. Okay. I <laughs> uh, see. Not from Florida. But I, I will say one thing, Claudia, while you're tallying up what people say. Um... I'm kind of digging it. When I did, when I read the article from an emotional perspective, you, you come home, you talk to this person, the article described it as being in a long distance relationship with the person that you have conversation. And over time, the AI learns you and responds to you in ways that you wanted to be responded to. Honestly and truthfully, if you for a second close your eyes and take out the fact that it's AI, you're having a long distance relationship with a man that understands you. I think that there could be some practical, healthy, psychological implications. Jim, what are technology. you drinking? Uh, this what is a long drinking? answer. What are you trying to get, get to the point? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are what you drinking? Heck? I'm down to try it. Okay, good for you. Heck no. And look, okay. from the article, she's a medical professional, right? Let's, she needs to be a patient instead of seeing patients. Believe me, something ain't right with this little girl. Okay, the answer is... <sighs> That's Kardashian-ish? Okay. What? Uh, we're all confused. All right, let's move. We got one more for y'all. I'm going to actually do a little more work on this for the next time we do this. Cause I have some ideas how we go. I did this on my other show in 2011. So I see people say I sold this. No, 2011. Well, I will say this. Her last name was Ramos. Oh, oh Latina. Okay. Okay. Latino. All right. One more for you. Seven people are facing charges after being uh, caught trying to smuggle Versace sunglasses, marijuana, Jack Daniels, sausages, and more inside of DeKalb County jail. Can you guess what? <laughs> Black. Uh, 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 cousin, cousin Junebug, Uncle Dan, uh, Boo Boo, uh, all them, Rodney, Jamal, Tariq. <laughs> I mean, you know the question I had what? Because I'm all for you smuggling marijuana in jail, smuggling lighters, smuggling babes. What was you finna do with Versace glasses in jail? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> there is no practical application for you trying to be so fly on the yard. That's us all day long, though. That's, that's all. That's, that's what's the giveaway. That's, that's, that's what's the giveaway. It's this definitely black. I mean, um, you know, but the beans, the beans and rice did throw me off because they said they said he smuggled in beans and rice. That threw me off a little bit, but yeah, I mean, the pictures told it all. There was six blacks and one white guy. All right, the picture, let's get the reveal. I told you that was a bunch of us. 
And it was the one with the dress that wanted the Versace glasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a lot of fun. We will definitely do that again. All right. Keep it locked because coming up next, find out what a former morgue manager is accused of stealing. And later, a popular airline is being accused of theft. We'll be right back. All right, y'all, welcome back. The chat is popping. We, the numbers just keep going up. So thanks, soulmates. All right, um, Cedric Lodge, a former morgue manager at Harvard Medical School, has been accused of selling human remains and selling them across the country. Lodge stole dissected portions of donated cadavers, including, for example, heads, brain, skin, bones, and other human remains. He and his wife would reach out to buyers through various websites. What are these websites? Can you believe the story? Hey, let's go to you first. What you think about this? I can't believe he like. Okay. That would have been a good I one to get for It sure would have been. This is so macabre to me. It's so disappointing. But I'm going to tell you something. I am um less concerned about him selling them and more concerned about the people who were buying them. I'm more bothered by those people, right? Because when you're a morgue manager, I mean, at this point, the folks are already dead. They, it, they, you got access to them. You ain't, it's wrong, but you ain't really doing it. Here's a brain. What is the end user doing with it? I'm more concerned about that story than I am him giving away the dead people organs. Yeah, like who's shopping the net for like body parts? I see, oh like the, I'm saying if something you need, you needed like you know you needed a kidney, but would you trust someone that? I mean, that's someone that's already dead. You can't transplant plant that. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, listen, go ahead, Al. Listen, guys, the organ trade black market is a 1.7 billion dollar business. This is a very lucrative business. And Q, his wife is non-black, just by the, just for the sake of uh, information. She so did her fault. She got him. She got him in. She got him doing this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a very, very lucrative business. That's why human trafficking. When you've heard these stories of people that you know are are scooped up or kidnapped or or taken, and then they wake up and they're missing a kidney or they're missing a, a, an organ inside. This is what we're talking about. It's called the organ trade and let me tell you something claudia for those women out there that wear fake hair uh that have extensions there's also a human hair trade and that's where that's a 900 million dollar business and that's why you see all those little kids in the third world countries walking around bald-headed and if you wear hair extensions 40 percent of that human hair trade comes from that black market not me girl <laughs> yeah, that's crazy right Okay, so you you don't guilt to me too. Do I take my <laughs> we doing here? You better you take it all out. <laughs> okay, I got hair, but I'm gonna take some of it out. Okay, Al, you don't guilt me into that. Okay, I get that. I get that of live bodies, right? But when the the dead ones like that, it's not like there's viable organs to transplant. That's what had me kind of like scratching my head. You know what I mean? Like ones that been around, they they've been around the more they transport the body. They it's all of it. It's you know, like, what are you using out of those bodies? That's where I'm like, is it for fun? Is it for fetishes? I get when you're alive and you keep them on ice and you need the, the, the organs, but damn. Like, like, is it going into like a local black market Ripley's believe it or not? Like, like what are, are, are people, you I mean, I'm going to say, are they sell skin? You can sell skin for grafting. You can sell gums and tissues for people that have receding gum lines. Al, I, I completely understand all of what you're saying, but I think what me and Claudia are getting at is the way the story reads, unless we're missing some details. Mm -hmm. I don't, when I went to Florida State University and got my degree in economics, some people. But I know that you have to keep the bodies on ice, keep the tissue alive for X, Y, Z, put it in a cooler and transport it immediately. Unless we're missing something, this is giving, these were bodies donated for research five days a month, and then he's selling off the parts. Yeah, that's the part that's getting me, because mm -hmm. so what are you doing with that? I was an economics major, but I was a biology major. You do have to keep the tissue alive and at least not be sitting around rock. Once it starts to deteriorate and the tissue's well, dying. He works in a morgue. 
I'm assuming this is how I read the story, right? There, I, I'm sure it could be two markets here. It could be a market where it could be for sick people who just like this type of thing. Like I think the article said some people use the skin that he would sell to make wallets or to make other products or stuff like that that they would sell and it would get top dollar on the net because it was human skin that was then being posed as, you know, leather. I mean, I just think there are all types of things that you can do with more t bodies. Okay, so that's three different things. So there's the the, the organ mar dark market, black market, where it's like alive people. You wake up with a cut, and you're like, oh my god, my kitty's gone. Then there's the sick people right here that are like making wallets out of skin and maybe playing with an old dead penis. And, and I, <laughs> okay, Ooh, well, go on to the next thing, Claude. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, rapper Ice Spice responded to those who were saying that colorism played a role in her rise to fame. Now, haters online said that Ice Spice wouldn't have blown up so fast. If she wasn't light-skinned, the 23-year-old responded to the backlash and said, I feel like that's not something personal to me. I feel like that's been the conversation for generations and forever since the beginning of time. Do y'all think colorism, these, uh, do you think these colorism accusations are out of hand or is there some merit to them? Uh, Q, I see. What do you, what do you think? You know what? <laughs> um, in this moment, there is no right answer, right? Because if I say Colorism is not a fact. Not all the dark-skinned girls, but the ones that walk around with that chip on their shoulder about being dark-skinned, they're going to have all the right answer in this situation. I think the only thing that we can say is no one can say that for sure. And, you know, oftentimes people do experience trauma at the hands of being dark-skinned, and it shapes the way they view the world but everything that you did not get is not because you're dark skin and everything that somebody else got is not because they're light skin. We don't know. And I do like her answer. I got a deal and I blew up. Maybe it's because I'm light skin. Maybe it's because I'm not, but y'all not finna guilt me. It's a sitting up here saying, I got what I got because I'm light skinned and like I'm not talented. I don't know what the answer is, Claudia. Honestly, I don't think it's because she was light skinned. Because if you want to know the truth about it, and God forgive me, and I know we're going to get backlash for this, she ain't a cute light skinned. All right? Everything that's light ain't cute. It ain't like she was giving Megan good. Honestly and truthfully, she looks very odd to me with that red hair. So I'm willing to lean towards. It ain't cause she light skin, cause she ain't the type of light skin y'all be talking about when y'all get mad and say somebody got something cause they light skin. Those type of light skins y'all talking about the Claudia Jordans and the Megan Goods of the worlds, not that odd looking Ice Spice. That's all I got on it. I, I like a lot of things you said that everything you got isn't cause you light skin. Everything you didn't get is cause you dark skin. Although we do acknowledge that colors and one thousand percent exists in the music industry, we know this for a fact. In this case. I think it's more that she's an odd looking woman. She and the kids are liking it. Like she kind of has that Ronald McDonald hair, the little orphan Annie, and it makes her so unique. I hate, hate the wig. I can't stand it, but it makes her memorable. It makes her unique. She's not doing the same thing everyone else is doing. It makes her stand out. And to say someone's got something just because of their color, have talent because it's like you just gonna overlook everything else that they have going on. If she was a talentless woman, you might have an argument for something. But when someone has talent, I think that's kind of like a cop out, and it's kind of like you know, I I, I don't like that. Um, but to we will acknowledge, I am acknowledging one thousand percent. You hear music industry labels, they do all kinds. Definitely. Definitely, definitely put a lot of money behind lighter skin personalities. But I, I agree with Q on that one. I, I I think her look is more very odd and unique. And, and that's why the kids, she's a big artist with the kids. Because she's weird looking and it's like unique. It's cute. Well, Al, what do you I, think? I, well, I'm going to speak from being a light skinned male. First of all, colorism is a very big and sensitive conversation. Let's start there. Number two, I think there could be some merit here. And we are definitely color struck in entertainment industry 100% and I think there are some liberties that we get as a light-skinned person that a non-light-skinned person doesn't get and in my opinion in entertainment business it could be attached to the how far and how big you can blow up. Do you think she has talent? 
Well, I mean, she's, she's a huge star. She's a huge star. So I think it helps. I think it definitely 100% helps that she's light skinned. I can, I can agree and align with the thought process of it helps. I can get behind that. I can't get behind just because you blew up just because you're like, oh, just because okay. that, I, that I can't rock with that. It may have helped maybe, but, but the thing about it is we don't know because there are plenty of examples of dark skinned women as well that have blown up. Like, what do you have to say about the little Kims and the Foxy Browns and the MC lights of their times and the, and, and, and the countless others. This is just a very touchy. And I, and I already know the comments are finna light my ass up because there's just yeah. no right or there's no right or wrong answer. When it comes to this, the, the people on the dark skin side, they always feel slighted. No matter what the light skin people feel like the dark skin people don't like them. They feel a way. I wish we didn't even have to have this type of conversation. I like these type of conversations as long as they're real. I, I, I wish we get back to a place where it's like, well, like we're all colors of the, we're all shades of the spectrum and black is black. You know what I mean? Like even light skin black is black and dark skin black is black. And, and, and this is that like, and, and that's something we do have to reckon in the black community about our own personal feelings. You know what I mean? think it's just different for me because granted I, I, I'm a dark skinned male and I know that the colorism thing, this is another nuanced conversation. Colorism affects women far more greater than it does men thousand percent and we've never had that conversation so i guess that's why i'm able to have this attitude because i know it ain't a i do there you go I, I i i i'm not worried i'm not pressed i know that you know you know what i'm saying so maybe that's why i'm able to have this attitude but hey all right. Well, maybe we'll get a solution one day. All right. Good conversation. Rapper Q-Tip has asked social media to help him find a long lost lover. This was so cute. The rapper wrote, there was a girl I went to high school with, Pamela Sweat. We went to the Prince concert in ninth grade at MSG, Madison Square Garden. Pam, if you're out there, I love to know you are well. I think of you often. Well, the internet did its thing and ended up finding Pamela. Would y'all go to, do y'all have a one that got away that you would love to find or get a hold of, Al? I like this. Um, yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah, let me think about that. I'm not too sure about it, but I let me tell you, I really like this one. I think Q-Tip and this young lady should take it to the next level, whether it's romantic or not. I think the two of them should get together. I like the fact that Q-Tip has turned into this huge personality, but he does not forget where he's come from. Um, I just love black love, first of all. Um, and I, I would like, whether it's romantic or not, I would like for to see them reunion or reunite and they need to share it with everybody like through FaceTime or real time so that we can all participate. I really like this story. All right, Q, what do you think? You know, this is a very sad response I'm about to give that has nothing to do with this story, but I don't have a one that got away because I was gay. I knew I was gay in the third grade and romance and love was not something that was available to me. So I didn't have a high school sweetheart. I didn't have crushes. I didn't go to the prom with anyone. I didn't go to homecoming dance with anyone. I didn't have somebody walking through high school wearing my letterman jacket. Those are all experiences that I did not have because of who I was born. Um, I have friends from early on in private school that I would want to know what they, what they were doing. They, they were like my second and third grade best friends. But as far as love interest, I never, ever, 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 ever experienced a love interest into midway through college. Well, at least you can make up for lost time now. And and did and do because now, now you a big old slut. Look what Megan said: big old free, big old, big old, big old free. <laughs> you know, in a time where everyone's pretending they're too cool to be pressed about somebody, and I ain't tripping, and I ain't sweating no bitch, and this and the other. I thought this was such a cute, like heartwarming kind of thing, even if it ends up being nothing. I think it's so cute because I, I listen, I've been having a lot of conversations with my girlfriends. Everybody feels like that love is just like no one cares anymore. Mm -hmm. It's a waste of time. It's one-sided. You, you, you holding out for love. He just wants to ask. And and I love that he publicly did this. Like a famous man did this. So you little 
Negroes working customer service and working at the the mall, y'all can humble yourselves and and show this. I think this was so cute. And shout out to Q-Tip for doing this. And I actually, I'm with Al. I hope they hook up and at least have a cup of coffee or drink or hang out or maybe get to dating. That'll be so cute. All right, y'all, coming up, United Airlines staff are being accused. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, listen, in the chat, they were really touched by your never having love growing up cue. So I think maybe we have all these days. Maybe one day we open up the show to for the love of Q. We think well, we that? could do that, too. But I also think there's a greater conversation about and I don't want to coin something and be a victim and call it straight privilege. You know what I'm saying? But there is a level of privilege associated with your love being deemed normal. You know, people ask me all the time about marriage. Do you want to get married? Are you going to get married? That was never an option for me growing up. I never dreamed in that color. So I don't sit around now like I need a man. I need to get married. I want to cohabitate. I want to build with somebody because those were never options available to me. I definitely think it's worth us having a panel conversation across spectrums about who love was afforded to, um, across different, you know, pools of people. You, you still feel that now, even with all the progress that's been made. And so here's the thing, here's the thing, the the, the formation of that thought, that time has come and gone. You know, you, you women, you guys form that thought of getting married and wearing the dress and being a princess. Y'all form that very young in my formative years, when you form your life and you plan your life is you think just being single and independent is all that's available to you. That's how you kind of build your life. So mentally, yeah, I'm not in a place where I think about cohabitating with someone and building with someone because, again, dreaming in that color was never available to me. So who I am right now is the only way I know to be. Hmm. Well, you still have breath in your lungs, so you could still change that if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would take a lot of therapy and soul searching because I would have to figure out how to create a feeling in me to even want that. I don't even know how to want it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can tell you from this side, it ain't all that's cracked up to be. Okay. And that's the other reason why I ain't really <laughs> pressed because every bitch I know that's married trying to get rid of their damn husband. They always say, I love my husband and my kids, but if I could do it again. So, you know, I, I think I might've got it right. <laughs> yeah. The older I get, the more I'm like, don't feel sorry for me. I'm good. Y'all look miserable with those kids and that man with gal you don't even like anymore. <laughs> All right, y'all. Two United Airlines employees are being accused of stealing marijuana from checked luggage and profiting off it. The scheme has allegedly been going on since 2020 and the cargo agents made up to $10,000 per week from stealing people's weed. Can you blame these pe- people for having this hustle? Ad? What do you think about this hustle? Oh, absolutely not. Think about it. They've been doing this scheme since 2020, making $10,000 a week. That's 52 weeks a year times three. That's about $1.5 million, which is about $750,000 per person. And they still get their flight benefits and health insurance. (laughs) I mean, I can't be mad at them for trying to figure it out. Um, And I've always wondered what happens to the stuff that they confiscate out of our luggage. Well, here we know there's a black market for this, too. I'm just glad that they were able to make a large, significant amount of money um, off of their criminal. Stealing? You have to (laughs) to make good money off of stealing our Okay. Uh, I just feel like if they're going to confiscate my stuff, at least somebody's using it for good. Okay. I don't feel oh, that way. I'd be pissed. I, I have a point of information. Were they confiscating it like it got caught as you're going through security? Yes. Or were they stealing it later on after your bags got? No, no, no. They were, they were, they were taking it out because they were supposed to. But then they were supposed to deliver it, you know, to a, a room. Oh, child, let that people people sell that stuff because all the big wigs in the room was going to do was turn around and sell it. And they just mad that the people at the bottom got to it it first. That's all. Either that or they were going to burn it and throw it away. And it ain't no child, please. 
Let them sell their weed. In that regard, I'm okay with it. Now, if you're just going <laughs> through my bag and be extra nosy, like, oh, we think she See, has- that's what I thought because I had some really good cologne stolen out of one of my bags one time at the airport, and it taught me something. It taught me to put a lock on my check bag. I typically don't check bags, but when I do now, I put a lock on it. All right. Well, United Airlines isn't the only airline in trouble. American Airlines is being fined around $15,000 over the death of a ground crew worker who was sucked into a plane's engine on New Year's Eve. An investigation found that the airline was responsible for a safety breach that led to the death of the mother of three. Oh, my God. What are your thoughts on this tragic news? Q? <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Yo, come on, boy. Al, Al Reynolds. It's tragic. You know, she's the mother of three. I mean, at the end of the day, she was told not to approach the airplane when the engines are on. For some reason, she thought that the engine was off when it was on, and she got sucked into it. So I just hope that she's able to sue American Airlines for negligent supervision and get the money to help take How care. How's she going to sue, Al? Well, you know what I meant. Her family, her family, or her estate will be able to sue. I'm sure there's going to be. But you didn't want. But you didn't want me to do this case and get that money for them. I feel. I hope her family is able to sue too. This is a really sad situation, and it is a very bad way to go for you to be walking at work and to get sucked into an airplane engine and spent around like you in a blender, that's a very hard way to go. And like Al, I hope she's able to sue um, and get what she deserves from American Airlines. That's so weird that she thought the engine was off and it was on, because they're really loud. They say it's supposed to be a light that you're supposed to see, which signifies if it's off or not, or safe to walk or not, and somehow or another, the signaling, the wires got crossed, and she subsequently got sucked into an engine, and now Al is somewhere hoping that once she recovers, she'll be able to sue. You know what? No more drinking on the job, Q. <laughs> I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva, for joining me, of course, and giving such... Great commentary. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Black Water Horse Movies. Catch it on our YouTube channel and website. We will see y'all back here tomorrow. And hmm. Y'all, y'all think them people still in that submarine? Or y'all think they dead by now? I'm not trying to be funny. I hope that they're dead by now. I hope they're able to sue. We'll see y'all tomorrow, soulmates. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>